your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. It's 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And late last week, we learned the possible teams that SEC teams would play against in a conference-only schedule for 2020. Hopefully, we do get a chance to play. And a guy who's working towards that season is the Mizzou head coach, Eli Drinkwitz, who joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Coach, it is great to have you with us. How are you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing great. What would y'all like to talk about? Y'all want to talk about Russia has a vaccine? You want to talk about college football? You want to talk about the Major League Baseball bubble and the St. Louis Cardinals and their battle versus COVID? There's plenty of topics of conversation. Where y'all want to start today? That's quite the buffet, Coach, but we want to start first and foremost with your diet because the last time we spoke to you, yeah. you chronicled yeah. your oatmeal diet for us. So we just wanted to know how long did you do it and was it successful? Yeah, I'd like to go on record that that was a bad idea, okay? and, and that that was not a successful plan. Uh, you know, unlike some other people, I can admit when I'm wrong. Uh, that that too much sugar in oatmeal, um, so that that did not work out the way I wanted it. Have you moved on to something else? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I'm uh, I'm on ketosis. If I'm a little bit short with you right now, uh, that that's because I'm I'm in keto. I'm I'm in full blown ketosis. And uh, your temper is a little bit shorter when you're in uh, ketosis. So be careful. Be careful what you ask. You might get some. You might get some hot truth today. We hope so. We hope so. so yeah. and, and, as you mentioned, hey, maybe maybe Russia has a vaccine here. Yeah. Look, uh, we don't believe anything they say. Never have uh, the, the disinformation campaign. Uh, so I, I read where they've only gone through phase one and feel like they have a. I'd be careful if I took that one. That's for sure. Yeah, me too. You know, well, speaking I mean, of, oh. try to, I mean, we still got we got New Zealand had their first positive case in a hundred and something days. That's what you get for bragging, right? Right, so exactly. Five comes before the fall. You know, there's all kinds of. We had a hundred days without a case. Oh yeah, watch this. Four cases today. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should take more of a humble approach, right, Coach? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, ain't nobody got this thing figured out. Let's just yeah. be honest about it. Well, speaking of that, speaking of disinformation, there's been a lot of rumors and obviously speculation about the fall football season uh, in college football. What can you tell us about the latest that you're hearing? Yeah, I can tell you on the record, not one of these anonymous sources that people want to put on Twitter and put all, you know, all these fake rumors out there and cause the media to get into a tizzy. And it's just not good for public health. Uh, I can tell you on the record, the SEC is steadfast in their plan. Uh, Commissioner Sankey has been uh, steadfast in his approach to this. Uh, he's not been flippant. He is his has been methodical. The athletic directors and presidents have all marched with uh, his message and our coaching staff, and we are planning on playing September 26th. Um, we backed up the season in order to allow us to have more time to see how this thing is going to go. 
There are several universities that have started school back already, and so we're anticipating there might be a little bump, and we want to be able to navigate that. But, uh, you know, that that's the plan right now, and, and I don't foresee that changing until there's more information out there. Um, and we're not really worried about what everybody else is thinking. Coach, the original plan was to start Labor Day weekend. In terms of where your team will be on the 26th, in terms of moving along and uh, knowing the system and knowing where to be on what play, how do you, how will you be on the 26th relative to where you would have been on your opener? Do you want the Russian answer or do you want the real answer? <laughs> I want the real answer here. <laughs> we want the keto uh, answer. <laughs> uh, the Russian answer was going to be, Craig, we'll be able to take on the Patriots. But uh, the real answer is I'm not quite sure. You know, we had the 12 days. We had a mini camp last week where we were able to do walkthroughs with the ball. And it was really good for us to be able to install our offense and see it out there and line up in formations and walk through our assignments. Um, but, man, football is a game that's played with pads. And we'll find out um, – really start next Wednesday when we can put on shoulder pads and, and really progress all the way till the 26th. Uh, we've got some pieces. we got some guys that really want to play, but it's going to be a matter of us coming together. And, and uh, so I'm not quite sure. I, I'll say this. I'm as positive about how, how we'll look as I am about who will play since we don't even know who we're playing yet on the 26th. But we'll be ready. We'll be ready. How do you feel about getting LSU and Alabama? Well, crud, I mean, I came to Missouri to play against the best. Uh, I mean, you come to the SEC to, to go against the best. I mean, who, who are you going to shy away from? You know, I mean, it ain't like there was anybody else. I mean, we were going to get a good opponent. You know, I mean, uh, Auburn and A&M ain't no slouch. They're both in the top 25, too. So, uh, you know, if, you, if you're coming to play in this league, you know you're going to play against great competition and great coaches. We have a tremendous amount of respect for our opponents, but – we knew it was going to be a good football team. You know what? But they're going to get a good football team in return, too. And so it'll be a great matchup. And, hey, that's why you come play in the SEC. Coach, we know that you playing on September 26th obviously centers around the players being safe and them being healthy. So what kind of precautions are you taking at Mizzou to make sure that that's the case? My goodness, we are taking every precaution that we possibly can. Uh I am more aware of any sniffle or sneeze or if I feel elevated uh, temperature or anything that you possibly can. And I'm making light of it, but I'm not making light of it because we, we really are. Uh, our, all of our players have to fill out a, a series of questionnaires on an application, on an app before they come to work or come to uh, the facility. Um, and it's just a series of you know questions about if they're feeling any of these symptoms. And then once they're here, um, they take a temperature and we, and we do a, a oxygen, oxygen test to make sure that they got a, got the proper blood flow, um, oxygen in their blood flow. And then we do social distancing while we're here. Uh, everybody wears a mask inside the building and out around the building where we're at practice. We all have these face shields and masks on us. Um, when we lift weights, there's not only one person to a rack. Uh, when we run, we spread out six feet apart. We've utilized both the visitors' locker room and the home locker room so that uh, that we, we we don't overcrowd any one area. Um, we we have an unbelievable facility, which is awesome for us. We spread out; no meetings um, are tight. Uh, you know, tighter. We have make sure that everybody has six feet of separation uh, in our meeting room. So we're taking every precaution we can. We're we're doing surveillance testing on our players. We're doing symptom testing on our players, and then we're doing. Um, um, uh, 
the SEC protocols for testing too. So we've got a great plan in place. And, and our guys, the most important thing about all those plans is the players, coaches' personal responsibility and making sure they're doing their, their – uh, when they're outside of this building, making sure they're practicing safe social distancing, making sure they're washing their hands, wearing their masks, staying out of crowded areas. And, and that has been the biggest key to success. It sounds like a really safe environment, and you have a lot of people in college football right now, Coach, whether it's Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence or Nebraska head coach Scott Frost saying, hey, keeping these players in this college football environment is the safest place for them because if they're sent home to their home environments, who knows how strict any of the guidelines or um, any of the protocols are going to be followed. So do you agree with that? Do you think having the players at Mizzou or having players in a college football environment might be the safest place for them right now? Here's the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna downgrade where anybody's home is, and I'm not gonna downgrade where where they go and what they might do at home. What I will say is this: I'm extremely proud of what we have, uh, the safeguards we have in place here. I'm extremely proud of having MU Health um, less than 800 yards away. I'm extremely proud of Tiffany Bohan, Dr. Tiffany Bohan, a former MU athlete who's our primary care doctor, uh, Dr. Witt, who's a, a leading epidemiologist. In the field, uh, I, I'm extremely proud of the, the the way we surround our our players with care, and the way we look after them. Um, and I think we can do a great job of keeping them safe. Um, if a player told me, "Hey, you know what, coach? I want to opt out. And I want to go home." Here's the deal about having players back. I have his back, whether or not he says he wants to play, or whether or not he says he wants to opt out. Both of those are fine with me. I do think we have a safe environment for these guys. I do think uh, that even if you don't choose to play, you can still get the virus at a local bar or somewhere else. Uh, I do know that we have not had any uh, local transmission on our team, meaning we have not had a transmission of COVID through workouts, through practices, or anything that has occurred in our building through contact tracing. So I do feel like it's a safe environment, uh, and and I do feel comfortable uh, with having our our players be here. And, And like I said, uh, to my team yesterday, I understand what you're going through. I mean, I've got a decision to make too. I've got a, uh, a 10 year old Addison and uh, Emerson who's seven going into the fourth and second grades. I've got a three year old who's going to pre-K and I have to make decisions on whether or not I'm sending them to school. And I've chosen to do that. And so everybody's got to make their choices and uh, we're going to keep on living, uh, living our life without fear, but with practicing uh, the guidelines that have been put in place. Hey, Coach, you brought up your kids, and that reminded me of something I wanted to ask you, because on the day you took this job, you were at one of your daughter's dance recitals, right? Yeah. I've got a daughter that's 22. She's past that. But when you're at your daughter's dance recital, do you really care about anybody else's kids dancing? (laughs) You know what I do care about? You still haven't invited me to the lake. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Uh... No, I, I, not really. Me, no, not really. No, I, you know, it's no. I mean, no, I don't. It's not a team performance. No, uh, you know, it's not. It's not a. It, it's not a team sport. Okay, in a team sport, you can, you can. All right, I got to see how the team's doing. But in a dance recital, I mean, it's individual sport. You watch your your kid when she's not on the stage. You probably check your cell phone, look on Twitter, maybe you know, maybe second, see what the latest uh, post on Facebook might be. See if you get a little update on your ESPN app. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's how I go about it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. One time I fell asleep. I, <laughs> I, I took a little nap. It was a really dark <laughs> recital. It was completely dark theater and yeah. my daughter wasn't dancing and uh, I was in the back of the room and I, 
I took a little snooze. <laughs> well, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say you got Dad of the Year because we would probably have to take that trophy back. You know, I know they had to take the Heisman back from Reggie Bush a few years ago. Yeah, they would probably have to take your trophy back if they if, if we were gonna admit that. Hey, Eli, uh, seriously speaking here, you mentioned off the top of the Cardinals, and they did everything they could. John Mozeliak tells us all the time, hey, uh, our players, they were responsible and they followed protocols, but somehow something from the outside was able to infect one guy, and it winds up infecting a whole team. And those are little teaching moments that a pro sports franchise that did everything that, that I would think that you can pass along to your team. Just, hey, look 90 miles down the road at what happened there. Yeah, I mean, first off, the Cardinals could have had me throw out the first pitch. That might have helped them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, with, with, without doing that, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I tell our guys all the time, you can do everything right and still get the virus. Um, you know, no different than the Miami Marlins, the, the St. Louis Cardinals. We had testing protocols in place. What we all have to understand is testing does not keep you safe, Okay. The only thing that can keep you safe is practicing the safe social distancing, practicing these things, hand washing, wearing masks, uh, avoiding crowded places. Those are the things that keep you safe. There's a misnomer out there that, oh, I tested negative for the virus. I'm safe. No, just because you test negative for the virus just means that that you're negative at that moment in time. You have to continue to practice all the things that they're asking you to do. And, and that's honestly why testing uh, become a little bit. Uh, scary, I think, because I think it gives people this false sense of security that they're safe. Um, testing only tells you if you have the presence of the virus. It doesn't give you uh, any type of protection from it. Uh, final thing, Coach, i got to ask you a fan question. Do you have anybody that has taken the quarterback job? No. No, not yet. Um, you know, we're, but we will, we're, we're, we are as anxious as everybody else on when we announce the starting quarterback. But th- those guys are working hard. Uh, you know, we've been having the underwear Olympics. So until we put pads on and can demonstrate toughness and decision-making, accuracy and leadership, uh, we won't have a starting quarterback. Okay. And we'll repeat the lead here. The SEC steadfast in playing starting on September 26th. And right now, that is the plan, despite what anything we read on Twitter or the, the people at ESPN, SEC planning on playing. Hey, we're the leaders in college football for a reason, man. Absolutely. And we're proud to have you here, and we love having you on the show, Coach. Great conversation. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Hey, can I ask you one thing? Have you ever had Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. That's is it? my favorite. Uh, I've never oh, had yeah, it. I mean, what? Michelle Thank is, you, Coach. Michelle is are you an, also appalled. Are you an American? He's about to be today, Coach, because I brought it into the studio, and at the top of the 8 o'clock hour, he's going to try Cinnamon Toast Crunch live on the radio for the very first time. I'm going to tune in because I'll be shocked if you don't love it. It's absolutely wonderful. I will tell you this. Don't fall for the trap of the churros. They're not nearly as good as the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think it's delicious. Uh, Sometimes I'll eat it for supper. Sometimes I'll eat it for a little dessert. All right. Well, I'm going to try it here at the top of the hour, and I'm excited because it really has gotten 100% positive reviews. Nobody said even, eh, about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's always, like you said, awesome, the best. Yeah, I mean, it's cinnamon. It's delicious. All right. Coach, great to have you with us. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, boys. Thanks. See you. That is uh, Eli Drinkwitz. Boy, is he fun. 
Randy, I can't believe you fell asleep at a dance recital. Oh, yeah. It wasn't for long. It was just a little power nap. It might have been two or three minutes. I don't know. But I know that my daughter did not dance during my nap. Why? Because your wife would have elbowed you awake? Oh, no, she because Joan was helping her get dressed and stuff. Oh. It was when Katie was little, real, really little. And so, no, I was alone. It was at Pattonville, and I was in the very back, and the Cardinals were playing. I remember watching part of the game on my phone. And so... Hours are going by. And I had the program, so I know I didn't miss any of her dances. But, yeah, I took uh, – I, I, I kind of fell asleep for a little bit. You're lucky that no one got that on camera, Randy, because I can imagine if Coach fell asleep during his oh. daughter's dance recital, that's going to be all over social media. <laughs> yeah, it was pitch dark. Nobody could see me. Uh, let me see if anybody else uh, – here, Randy, I'm with you on the recital. That was one positive from the pandemic. I didn't have to spend an entire weekend sitting in a theater to watch my daughter dance three times. It's like a three-hour thing, two-and-a-half, three-hour thing, and your daughter dances three times. You know, it should be like one of those things where you pull a number and they text you, hey, you need to be at this place at this time. That'd be good. They should text you and say, hey, your daughter is going to be on stage in 20 minutes. Make sure you're here at the auditorium. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. So text in if you have ever uh, fallen asleep at a dance recital. With, especially if it was your daughter's. And by the way, a lot of positive texts about Coach. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's awesome. How, If you're a Mizzou fan, I know obviously you're going to make your final judgment on him when you see the product on the field. But up until this point, how do you not love this right. hire by your university if you're a Mizzou fan? And if you are the parent of a player and you hear him say, if a player decides to opt out, I'm behind him 100%. If a player decides to play, I'm behind him 100%. He just has his players' interests so much at heart. I don't see how you couldn't be really excited about having a kid play for him or, as you said, as a Mizzou fan, having him represent your state. It's great. He's great. And I'm glad that he admitted that the oatmeal diet did not work in his favor. <laughs> I was, wa- I was wondering how that might play out. <laughs> Coming up, get your text into the air. Comfort Service text line 65780. Take it or leave it on 101 ESPN.